0: 2018 NFL Draft. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield.
1: All right, so we got the 2019 NFL Draft tomorrow, Fernie. Welcome back I to the sure podcast.
0: Do. Glad to be here. Super psyched. We got, <laughs> as always,
1: we got the NHL playoffs. We got the Kentucky Derby around the corner. We got Damian Lillard being cold, fucking blooded. We got. We got Vladdy Jr. getting called up to the majors, and we got Tiger at the back, back at the top of the mountain. Kevin.
0: Yeah, that was it was quite the scene.
1: It's quite the time in sports. Let's start off yeah, with uh, let's start off with Tiger. What do you think?
0: I mean, uh, he's the reason I started playing golf. So seeing him do well, it's good for the sport. It was good to see show the young bucks how it's done.
1: Did you guys get to watch it in uh,
0: Mexico? Sunday? I did, did. It was a uh, pretty special. So sweet. There was a nice little crew up at the sports bar, and we, uh, we, we, me and Matt felt like we kind of had something to do with the win, but you know, the haters will will disagree.
1: I mean Tiger, in spite of people diving at his knees earlier in the round, that is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> I can't. I've never seen anything quite like that.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's oh, great though. I what is I that? No is that his? Uh, is that his fifth Masters and uh, first one in like eight years or something?
0: Yeah, I thought it was his first first uh, major win in like twelve years. Oh wow! That's what I thought, but I could be just totally wrong. <laughs> What uh would you think of Tiger winning?
1: So I saw like holes I saw like the aiming corner essentially at the airport and then I I yeah. had to get on the flight, but uh, Tiger made a big putt on like I think it was the one before the par five, so I wanna say like eleven or twelve. Uh and Melinari uh made a bogey, which he rarely does, so I mean just Tiger had that
0: look back. Yeah, he was you could tell he was rattled by the scene that was going on. He was just like the post game the post post round uh, interview he was talking how like he made a ton of fans with that double on 12. Cause he, you know, you probably hear people cheering and stuff. It's it's pretty rare in 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 golf for for you to be playing and like hear people you know, rooting against you. It's not what that's not what that's not what a lot of uh, players are used to, you know. And then, you know, you get t- Tiger charging, and you have the whole crowd behind him. It affected everyone. They showed a scene when Tiger was on sixteen, at par three, and he almost held it out. Like he had all the whole seventeen tee box, and Brooks Koepka watching him. <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, you just don't see that.
1: The Tiger effect is tough to play against. I mean, that's – we haven't seen in a while, but, I mean, you literally have everybody rooting against you and everybody yeah. watching hoping you mess up. It's real? It's very real. It's but very It's good real. to see. it's good to see Tiger back. I mean, I've never yeah. been, like, the biggest Tiger fan, but I love seeing him compete. I was rooting for him all the way. It's good to see a guy that goes all the way down – Gets hurt, comes all the way back, gets to the top
0: of the mountain, and uh, does it Yeah, like, you could tell he's changed as, like, a person. He's way more loose out there, and probably to the detriment of his game, you know, like, what made him so great is he was was just, like, a stone-cold killer, like, you know, like him, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe, like, they have that, like, no, like, I don't want to be friends. Like, I want to win, like, more than anything. And I don't fucking take prisoners.
1: He cares nothing about winning. I mean, i like, yeah. sorry, yeah. nothing but That's win- all
0: he cares about is winning. Right. But now he's got kind of like, uh, you know, he's trying to be more buddy-buddy. And, you know, it's probably taken some of his edge off. But he's probably maybe... Having more fun playing, I, don't know, I guess it's probably always fun when you win. <laughs> yeah. it's Not winning nearly as much, but you know you develop. It's probably developing a lot of like close personal relationships that'll extend beyond golf. But you yeah. know your priorities change when you when you go through stuff like he went through. Yeah,
1: it's good to see him back. It's good for yeah. Guys. All right, we got uh, we got NHL uh, game seven going on right now, so we'll try and uh, we'll try and get through the draft. I'll ask you who you like in the NHL because we got the Blue Jackets. But let's uh, let's jump into the draft. Um, let's start with uh, offensive position players, so excluding quarterback, running backs, and receivers. Who uh, who jumps out at you in this class?
0: Uh, I mean, I like I like AJ Brown at Ole Miss. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, I like, you know, DJ, DK Metcalf's, um, you know, his measurables. That's easy to say. But I haven't heard good things, like, from, you know, people that know more than I do. Outside of, like, raw physical ability, like, he doesn't have much, from what I've gathered. What about
1: the Buckeye? What about Campbell, Parrish Campbell?
0: I like him. I think he, like, he fits, like, a nice – I'm not saying he's Tyree, Tyree Kill, but he fits that type of a mold. Like, he's a dude that – you can give two, three carries a game and, and you know, throw him two screens and get him five other balls. Like, he's a dude that get really explosive.
1: Yeah, in the right system, that dude's gonna be a player. Yeah. I uh, what about Nikhil Harry, out of Arizona State? You like him at all?
0: I do. I I think he's probably he's probably among my favorites. I I'd say he, I, I like I like I like him and I like uh, A J Brown.
1: A J Brown, I like A J Brown too. I like Nikhil. Yeah. They both catch the ball. Yeah. What about what about running backs? Anybody
0: jump out at you? Um, not. I I like Damian Harris. I just think he like he runs the ball hard. You know what you get with him. Right. It's tough. The other the Joshua uh, Jacobs like he doesn't have like a ton of mileage. He doesn't have a ton of you know film but it could be good
1: Jacobs has yeah. talent but his pad level is not fantastic in my opinion yeah this running back class honestly I'm pretty down on it I uh, I like the the back out of Oklahoma though Anderson I don't know if you've seen him play but
0: he uh, oh yeah
1: he wears 24 he kind of looks like number 24 in the Browns kind of got a little Nick Chubb in him
0: oh yeah he's like he's supposed to be like a superb Pass catcher. I, I think he's kind of in like the Joe Mixon mold. He's good. Um but yeah, he's got like off the field stuff. <laughs> and he's constantly hurt.
1: I'll tell you he's one. always
0: hurt. But oh, he killed it in o- at Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, he uh he could definitely catch it out of the backfield, he could definitely run, but th- this running back class is not fantastic. But I'll tell you one thing, Kevin. I want Holyfield.
0: I like oh, Holyfield he, in he Georgia. Had, he had the worst combine. He's gonna go yeah. late.
1: He's gonna go late. But I like him. I like uh, Georgia backs. I like Chubb. Obviously, Gurley, Sony. Until I'm proven wrong, give me give me a Georgia back in like the fifth round.
0: Uh, I'm not crazy about him, but <laughs> it's a sleeper.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then pass rusher wise. It's
0: Bosa, the, uh the, uh... Um, uh, Brian Burns is getting a lot of, uh, a lot of tread lately.
1: Florida State guy?
0: Yeah. And, um, I don't know, we'll see what happens with, uh, Montez Swat. You know, he's got heart condition, but he's got crazy measurables.
1: Yeah, he's he's big and fast. I I like Sweat. Um, I think the heart condition, I feel like there's always one guy here with some kind of, like, condition that they try and get to drop. Sometimes it affects him, like Mo Hurst last year, but I like Sweat. I think Sweat's at the top.
0: Yeah, and then I, like, I kept hearing, like, you know, like, oh, the the Browns may want to, you know, trade back in and get uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons, I'm like, and I, I didn't hear, I didn't know too much about him. And then I, like, looked into him and, like, holy cow. That dude is. A freak? Yeah, he's incredible. I would not hate trading back in the first round for him. Dude, he's legit, legit. Like, if we can get back into the second, or back into, like, the, the late first, with, like, next year's two, this year's two, and, like, this year's three... And if you get a guy that – I mean, you can – who cares if he doesn't play this year, you know? Yeah, I think, like, your draft picks are, are – you plan on them being late so they don't hold nearly the value that you would – they would hold, you know?
1: 100%. Him and uh, – him and Ed, honestly, Ed Oliver, I'd heard a lot about him, but he, he jumped out – he's – He's unique in the fact that why is he playing defensive tackle? Because, he, like, he's more of, like, a D-end. Uh, I mean, obviously you can slide him inside, but, like, he definitely shouldn't be playing nose tackle. He was, right. like, a middle linebacker playing defensive tackle, the way that he plays D-tackle. Like, he would just shed blocks and go make the tackle, like, running like a f- – he, he looked fast as hell out there.
0: Yeah. I um, I don't know. I have my questions about it, Eddie. So, like, when it comes to, like, being, like, taking that, like, being a dominant player and being a standout, you have to, you have to, like, love the game, you know? Like, it has to be your life. Like, that's the difference between making it not making it is, is you know, putting the time in. And I, I just, I don't know. He's undersized. It's not like he has, like, crazy, like, size to, to rely on. True. But, you know, his tape looks good. His measure is, uh, like, um yeah, he's an athlete, so he's strong. Yeah, he's that. And it's just a matter of if he's, like, if he really cares. He could just be, like, one of these typical, you know, big time D tackles that just don't you know don't put the work in
1: yep and that's one of those positions where I mean those guys put in some of the most work I mean like Aaron Donald, that dude's in freakish shape he's working on moves and and hand moves and probably martial arts and probably crazy stuff like that like you always gotta be looking for that edge to try and get to the quarterback of like new skills and yeah he's got he's got talent but I I totally get what you're saying his attitude supposedly isn't the best and he can't just rely on, like, physical ability because he's not that big. Right. What about Keenan Williams out of Bama?
0: Detail Keenan Williams? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he – like, I would definitely take him over at Oliver, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's a freak. He's big. That guy's a freak. I think he's going to be able to do that, like you know, instantly plays instant impact. It's tough to like you know statistically measure a D tackle, but I think they'll be, I think they will be really good.
1: Anybody else, uh, D line or linebackers like front seven guys that that you think are going to be studs or, or guys that Browns could be interested in uh, late first, early second.
0: Um, I mean, I, I obviously haven't, like, studied it quite as hard as I have what in the past with Browns being, you know, obviously out, like, I can't say I have, I would have to go back and look, but a sleeper, like a guy that, that I really like is uh, Deontay Thompson the safety from Alabama. Okay. I, like, he didn't, like, test well or anything, but when, whenever you watch him, like, I don't know, he, he, like, just stood out when he was on the field. I always felt like he was around the ball making plays. Like, he's not the biggest guy. We don't necessarily need him. He's just a, more of a free safety. But just, just he was a playmaker, and I, I, you know, I've seen him mocked in like the third round, and then I heard recently that you know he could be his, he could be the first safety take You never know. Like it's just such a wide open class this year. It's crazy. I like I'd be shocked if you know people had had like uh, five of the top ten guys right like picked in the top 10 not not where they're picked but just five guys that go in the top 10 accurate it's that wide open
1: it's it's like a, it's a pretty spread out draft class like I think there's a couple guys at the top that are really good and then there's like kind of like a, a drop off at like eight and then there's still some really good players but it's like who are really your 30 best players I, I, I don't know I mean I can tell yeah, you like, your best like four are Right. Who, who do you like? Do you have a sleeper? Um, there's a couple guys I like. I like Tilray out of Notre Dame. He's a he's a D tackle. He's pretty big. If he slips, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, Simmons, you definitely you definitely hit it on the head there. I'm not impressed with any of the Clemson D linemen. I think they're all all right, but I think they were all together, which helped them. Uh, Michigan guys, I'm not big on Rashawn Gary or uh, Devin Bush like they're both whatever. I mean, I I don't know if that's me being a homer, but not a big Rashawn Gary fan.
0: I've actually heard heard some some good things recently, like about Devin Bush. I mean, he's Devin Bush is legit. Like he was he was a badass. Rashawn Gary, it's tough. Like you know, like what they they were a solid defense every year. He was there, and I'm sure he ate up a lot of like. A lot of the attention, but I don't
1: know. Bush does make plays. Um, mm-hmm. I just, it just seems
0: like he might be a little wet. wet school.
1: And, and and Gary, I don't think think's a bad player. And and Bush is a pretty good player, but I've been seeing him mocked in the top ten. Which
0: you're right, in top right, ten, you gotta be a
1: little Kukley. I mean, you gotta be. I just don't. Bush is almost like a safety to me.
0: Yeah, those guys seem a little small. They come off as a little Darren Lee esque. I don't, I don't know. I would have to look at their their stats again to see, but when I see them, they just kind of they just look a little, a little undersized. Yeah. For what I would, you know, like give me like a like on Smith is what like is what I'd be looking for in a linebacker, you know, like that. I need a guy that's got some size, but. And who knows the the NFL is going to like such a spread offense that those guys just don't really like. If if teams are really going to be going with, um, you know, these spread offenses and and throwing to the to the running backs all the time, and I mean, you're gonna have to get smaller, and, and they're gonna be going to running quarterbacks. Like you know, if if you're going with. The uh, Lamar Jacksons are going to be in the league, and, and and a guy like Tyler Murray, and you know they're not going to be even even Josh Allen. Like Josh Allen runs a ton, yeah. Like the, the running quarterback is kind of like they're still trying to make that happen, and for some reason teams just don't get like. It's just not how you win. Mm-hmm. You just don't win that way. Um. Yeah, you know, you're going to have you're going to need smaller quicker defensive guys. You're going to need more like, you know, like almost two strong safeties that can replace, you know, uh, an overmatched linebacker that's getting killed in coverage.
1: For sure. Guys that can pretty much guys that can cover are the only cover guys that can stay on the field cuz like if you can't yeah. cover these days like you really can't be your normal linebacker thumper that just makes tackles in the running game. It's like, dude, you're not even going to play. Right. But I was surprised. I mean, I didn't I didn't break down much film, but I, I watched a whole bunch of highlight tapes for like a minute and just got a feel for a guy and just made quick conclusions. I, I did not see a lot of sides in general out of the top prospects besides Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Keenan Williams, Bosa. I, I mean, outside of – oh, and I, I like the two tight ends from Iowa – but outside of that, like that, there wasn't a lot of guys that jumped out. Like, hey, these guys just look different than everybody else.
0: I just don't like. I just cannot see a tight end, let alone two tight ends, going in the top top ten. <laughs> yeah. If you got two tight ends going in the top ten, that <laughs> tells you a little something about the draft class.
1: That quarterback on that team is not very good because those two tight ends are pretty good. yeah. It does tell you a lot about the draft class. Yeah. But then, uh, quarterback at, I don't know if it's even Iowa or Purdue, whatever team it is, he was not very
0: good. (laughs) I just, I think it's going to be a wild day tomorrow. I think there's going to be a lot of trades. I think there's going to be a lot of, like, there's a lot of, um... like, discrepancy in, in talent. Like, I think teams are going to be all over the place on the whole, with their big boards, and it's going to, like, teams are going to move around a lot, and it's not going to cost them much because, you know, I think you'll be able to maneuver pretty cheaply in this draft.
1: Yeah, I agree. Last uh, last draft question for you. Quarterbacks, who's your pony? You like any of them?
0: Oh, I really don't. Um, I, th- I think... Um, I think Haskins has a chance to be the best. Uh, I actually think that... uh, I think Cincinnati... I have a weird feeling Cincinnati's going to trade up for him. Haskins? Yeah, they're going to trade to two. Trade to two, wow. Yeah. You're going to have to. I
1: think Haskins goes high. I think Haskins understands... I saw him break down film with... uh... Dan Olszewski, who I actually think is a pretty, uh, pretty smart guy, especially when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks. Haskins impressed me.
0: Yeah, I just think he, like, and even Urban Meyer said that the other day. But like, he's not ready to lead a team yet. so it's a ton to learn. But he has like all the physical traits and, and tools like to do it. You get him in with you know offensive schemes and coaches, and give him three years. You know, really. Fucking talented.
1: Yep, Kyler Murray. I think,
0: you. Uh... I, I. I don't think the. Uh, I, don't know, I don't think the Giants are going to come out of this draft with with a high QB. I could see them trading back. If I were the Giants, I would trade back out of six and essentially tank this year, like. <laughs> I would tank this year and try and get my quarterback next year. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know what the Giants are doing, but I...
0: I they should definitely try and get another another first-round pick next year.
1: That team is so confused. I mean, yeah. John Dorsey fleecing them for the 17th pick in this draft. 17th pick in this draft is almost like a second-rounder. I mean...
0: Yeah. yeah, for Odell, for a <laughs> Hall of Famer. Yeah.
1: And Jabril Peppers is their other yeah. first-rounder that they're looking at. Are you crazy, Jabril Peppers? I mean, yeah, he got better, but he's still Jabril Peppers.
0: Yes, yeah, he's nice. Yeah. I'm not a Jabril Peppers guy. I just – I can't do it.
1: Essentially, we traded the 17th overall pick in the 2019 draft and Carson Wentz for Demarius Randall, Denzel Ward, Chad Thomas, and Odell, and it helped us get Baker – me, that's a good fucking deal.
0: Yeah. We, we got the full doors going. Johnny's going to, he's just going to take us to new levels.
1: Johnny, the real Johnny football, John Dorsey. Right. Unbelievable. I mean, dude, think about our, just really quick on the Browns. I mean, think about what our skill position looks like now. We have Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., and Kareem Hunt. None of those guys were on this team. This time last year, maybe right. just, maybe it's Jarvis Landry. We just traded for him, mm-hmm. but that that's crazy. Like four hundred days ago, we had none of those guys. Yeah. Now we're yeah. stacked. Um, number one, number one player on your board though. Who's if you had to pick one guy, number one pick. I, like, don't even worry about needs. Just, who's the best player?
0: Who's gonna be the best player? He's going to have the best career. Probably, uh I think it'd be hard to pick best. Clint Williams or, you know, or Nick's pretty, they will be He's
1: pretty fast. Bosa? Yeah, he's. I'm in the longest line of Bosa's. The longest line. Bosa's,
0: Bosa's If line he's now. better than, he's, so, you know, all, all you've heard is that he's
1: probably on his brother. Scott. A little technical difficulty caused us to lose about five minutes of podcast. Uh, but Fernie loves Bosa at the top of the draft board. Kern also said in the, in the time we lost that Odell wins one on one matchups versus Lant. He's pretty much unstoppable with Baker. Freddie Kitchens is the guy for the job. Baker's the top three quarterback in the NFL. The Blue Jackets win it all. He's going to be at Game 3 with Tolan and Torak. Capitals lose mid-podcast Game 7 on a chancer. Absolute chancer. Pretty sure Kevin had money on the Capitals. Sounds like a lot of people did. Uh, but back to the pod. Who, uh, who'd who you say you like in the West? I said I like Colorado and then I lost you for a second. Uh, no, I think I, I, I like Colorado. Oh, you like Colorado too? Yeah. Yeah, they're good, man. Yeah, it's, they they play fast. San, San Jose. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch much of the San Jose Vegas series, but it seemed super entertaining.
0: Yeah, that that was a wild series. Uh, that was a wild, wild last game. Game seven was in. unreal.
1: Yeah, I wish I would have caught that. they go to OT. <laughs>
0: yeah, went to OT. The four four goals of. Five minute major, take the lead. They're down three nothing. Incredible.
1: Wow. Blue Jackets versus Colorado. That's uh, I like it. I like the Blue Jackets uh, to maybe not lose a game in this playoffs. You're gonna be at Game Three. That means Game Three is a lock. Yeah. Wow. They win. They win and they win big. Yeah. You uh, you get. Kentucky Derby's in a week, Kevin. Pick your pony. The field's uh oh. the field's open this year.
0: I haven't looked one bit, but I can't wait for it. I can tell you that much. Yeah.
1: There's uh there's a rumor that uh, at a Sharp that's picked uh, the last couple of years. He likes Code of Honor, 18 to 1.
0: Code of Honor? Code I, of the, Honor. I know the favorite has dominated the, the Kentucky Derby the last probably 3 or 4. So uh, I feel like a dog is due. Code of honor,
1: huh? Code of honor, yeah. I think the favorite right now. I re- I wrote down the name Omaha Beach. It's only seven to two oh. though, so it's not a huge one. And I think somebody else. Um, I think it's like the same like owner. It's like that big owner that always has like a horse in it. And uh, yeah, I guess one- I'm trying to think of
0: what his name is.
1: Yeah, and, and I like rooting against that guy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he always yeah, he always does have one of the one of the favorites.
1: Uh, look for the underdogs this year, Kevin. This is a big underdog this year.
0: year. This is the year think, of the underdogs, right.
1: the year of the brownies, two thousand nineteen draft. Do the Browns get back into the first?
0: Uh I think they will. They will. I don't know why. I have a feeling Dorsey's gonna ride the mo that he's got going on. And he's just gonna he's gonna say ah he wants that that option I think he'll be able to get back in on the cheap and uh away we go away. Super Bowl bound
1: away we go last uh last thing for you how cold blooded was fucking Damian Lillard's step back 37 footer for a fi- for a 50 piece that's
0: <laughs> that's one of the like crazier shots I've seen in a game like major balls major major balls and uh, you know I kind of had this first of all Paul George you're a loser (laughs) but I mean to say it's a bad shot like is such a stretch for how efficient he is at it Mm -hmm. so to say it's a bad shot is so good to to like say maybe like you know You can live with that or, like, you know, if basically, yeah, you can live with that. Like, if that's how you're going to go down, you're going to go down to that. All right. That's how you go down. But to, like, call it a bad shot and the guy's shooting, he's, like, 9 of 13 from 30 feet. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's a ridiculous stat.
0: It's, it's, It's so nuts. The dude got the shot... The exact shot he wanted. <laughs> well, 30-foot step back, yeah. He loved
1: it. He was, I saw a quote that said that some dude was telling him, he's like, you're going to hit a 35-footer to, to like, win the series. So he told him to practice 35-footers. And Lillard said that, like, ran through his head. And he's like, this is my spot right here. Just fucking step back right in Paul George's face. Oh, that was oh, great. No. Dude, you got to guard him. I Like, you... If it's elimination game and there's under ten seconds on the shot clock, you know they're shooting it from deep. Like that was the whole Durant thing. Like he would just, he would just shoot it from deep. It's pretty much the same shot for these guys, just with less pressure. Like, it'd be all up on him.
0: Yeah, especially if you know you have a guy that that that's that's what I, I bet is uh, he probably had no clue. Like he had. Paul George doesn't seem like the type of guy that really dives into uh, the you know the, the scouting report, and if you got to know that you're guarding Damian Lillard and he's taking he takes thirty footers, guard him. <laughs> yeah. But at the same token, like yeah, I'll give I'll give you that for the win. Like <laughs> not give it to you, but like yeah, you want to, you want to chuck that up for the win? Like, I guess it's, it's probably in your mind lower percentage than him driving, you know? Yeah. It's just, that's you know, crazy. Basketball is like, you know, like, good, sometimes there's no defense for a good offense. Like, you can't guard that. No. You can't guard it. Yeah. And that's, you just like, showed up Russell Westbrook in the biggest way. It's like, such a, yeah, such a I'm, dog. I'm better than you.
1: Such a dog. Such a dog. That was, that was dirty, man. That was, that was one of the sacred things I've seen in a, uh, I mean, at the buzzer, I mean, to close out a series, like, you, you, to get 50, like, I mean, it's almost, it's, it's movie-like. I
0: mean. I know. Wow. Uh, we had an argument, not an argument, but a discussion the other day on whether or not Russell Westbrook's overrated, and I mean, it's hard not to hard not to say he isn't. It's a tough one. His post his postseason success is so poor,
1: especially without Durant.
0: Right. Like his his. What he's won. Like, four games, four playoff games without Durant. Not series, games. He just takes advantage of, like, you know, I'm not going to knock his hustle because he, like, he plays hard as fuck. Like, you know, I respect the hell out of him. I respect that. But he's just not, like, a top... Not a top five player in the NBA, that's for sure. And I, I brought up, like, I would... I have no idea I'm not a basketball purist I don't know shit about shit when it comes to basketball but like what would what would basketball purists say and what would the stats lay out for a comparison of Russell Westbrook and uh, Mike Conley you know like Russell Westbrook without Durant and then Mike Conley
1: probably won similar amount of playoff games without Durant. I mean, it could be take out if you omit the Durant, Mike Conley, and Russell Westbrook probably have done. Actually, Mike Conley probably has done better in the playoffs.
0: Than- right, like what? And he's probably you know obviously he doesn't put up the stats, but he's what's his plus minus? What's his what's his his efficiency level?
1: My thing with Westbrook is his game really hasn't evolved really much at all. I mean, he's really good at what he does. He can score. He can make highlight plays. Yeah, he, can get a he, gets, out, he gets out on
0: the fast break in regular season games when no one's trying, and he lines up on the block. Like, like the whole, like, averaging a triple-double is so overblown, especially in, like, that's that's, their, that's his goal. That's his only goal.
1: He's it's, um, it's almost been the, the death of him is the triple double. It's always like that. Seems to be his single focus is making sure that he's in position for a triple double. He's in position to make the
0: pass yeah, that'll be the assist. And what does that do for a team? Like that's not inspiring to play with. Like, I don't know. It's LeBron. How hard? No one wants to play. Like these guys don't want to play for another player. They they're they're. Good players in their own right. They want to play for championships. They don't want to play for your stats. Yeah. Worry about if they're going to get yelled at because they, you know, they didn't score on your pass.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I would say, uh, based on that argument, I would have to say yes. Russell Westbrook
0: is a little bit overrated. It also depends on who you talk to. Like, what are what's overrated, what's, you know. I'm just saying if people consider him like a top five player in the NBA, he's, in my opinion, not.
1: I would say he's definitely considered a top five player, at worst top ten, and those guys, to me, win playoff series. Russell Westbrook, showing that he's not winning playoff series. He's
0: getting blown out in him really like yeah. not even put on fights
1: pretty sad man pretty sad yeah. but uh alright Blue Jackets versus Colorado Tiger yep. wins the Masters does Tiger win the next one or is Tiger back for good or is Tiger just now is Tiger now just in it no I mean
0: beat? he'll 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 contend he's not gonna dominate like he used to but I mean he'll be in there from, turn to, from time to time and I'm sure he'll win I bet you he, he he at least ties he ties Jack. I don't know. I think he'll, he'll tie Jack at 14, but.
1: I think, uh, I think you're right. I think he's going to be there. He's going to be in it for a while. I think he probably ends up beating Jack just because I think he's going to be in it for a while. Uh, but he's definitely not going to dominate like he did in the past. I mean, I don't know if anyone will ever dominate quite like he did in the early 2000s. Right. Speaking of dominating in golf, uh Mayakaba, I mean one ten. I mean that was that was a majestic one ten I shot out there. What'd you fire off 10... one, a
0: 106,
1: 106, I think.
0: Yeah. Rumor, Had a blast, rumor yeah, has it yeah. a pre-
1: I mean a pretty pretty blinding one hundred six.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was blinding, all right. <laughs>
1: It was blinding. Oh, that course was great. That was uh, definitely the funnest 110 I've ever shot.
0: Yeah, $34 glove. That was a first as
1: well. (laughs) Yeah, that $34 glove was not worth it. Oh, well. Well. My All right, Fernie. Well, uh, enjoy the uh, the rest of this NHL playoffs. We'll see the draft uh, tomorrow. Um, Hopefully the Browns get into it. If not, I'm sure Dorsey's Gonna be killing Friday and Saturday of the draft. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that was a fun fiesta in uh, Cancun, Mexico. Oh yeah, that was, that was
0: some times. Epic stuff.
1: All right, Ferry, yep. We will. Uh, we'll All talk right. to you, man. All
0: right, KB. Waited for years. Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory.